Mad Unreal, episode 22. This is Arthur, that is Isaac, and somebody, somebody's movie is coming to a Disney Plus subscription near you, Isaac. Yes, yes. Was Arthur you know, right? That's unreal. the question. Was Arthur right? Well, you know, a Mad <laughs> Unreal, there's no gloating. There's no gloating. There is, though... A thin layer, topsoil, uh-huh. if you will, thin layer of vindication. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna we're gonna find out if you're right. I, I asked the question: Was Arthur right? I didn't say Arthur was right. I, I asked the question: Was Arthur right? So we're gonna get to it. But there's no gloating. There's no gloating. I'm mad and real. All right, we'll see. We'll see. But I, I think it's gonna be interesting to examine this and to really get into the to the details and see. Were you right or were you wrong or were you kind of right? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Were, you, were you almost, you were in the zone of being right, but it may be time will tell if you were right. I think that's where I'm at. I think that's where I'm at, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Okay. Was I right minded? All right. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. This is uh, Mad Unreal. Uh, let's get to it. Yeah, because, I mean, really, you know, really, you know, if we take 10 sort of tentpole films, uh, many of which we've we've talked about on previous episodes, Mm -hmm. um, it would be a good lens to kind of examine what's going on with uh, Mulan. So, you know, from Mulan to Bond. So four. We can see how. One, two, three. So we. okay, so four films. All right. All right. But what. Tell me what happened. What happened this week? Because this was. Regardless, you know, all jokes aside, regardless of whether you're right, whether you're wrong, whether I was right, whatever, this was like some seismic type shit that happened this week. This was a big this was a big announcement. This is this could be a watershed moment. Right. And I I think the best article that we found uh, was from uh, Variety this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, And they you know, they came out of the gate to start the piece with in a major blow. To movie theaters mm. that Disney announced that Mulan will forego its planned theatrical release mm-hmm. and uh, you know before it was just tabled um, unlike other films where they just kept pushing you know re-announcing a date re-announcing a date re-announcing a date now do you think when they tabled it because they just tabled it like what three weeks ago I think two weeks ago yeah. so when you think I mean they tabled it they knew at that point they knew what they were going to do I think Disney I'm talking about they knew I I would agree with the only exception to say that that's when they seriously entertained the debate. I think there was an internal debate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there's still people inside Disney that think this may be the wrong move, you know. Well, let's get to let's get to what, you know, right, what's right. what's yeah. what's what this is all about. So, Mulan is going to is going to be released on Disney Plus, the Disney Plus streaming service mm-hmm. on September the 4th. September the 4th for a premium rental price. What they're saying is that Mulan won't be available directly to subscribers. Mm. Movie comes out, film is released some months later. Rise of Skywalker being a great example of that. Meaning if Um, I I have a Disney Plus subscription, mm -hmm. Mulan is not going to instantly appear on my thread or whatever on September 4th. Correct. Okay. What I got to do to get Milan, even though I'm already a Disney Plus subscriber, what do I have to do? Well, you're going to have to kick up another twenty nine ninety nine 
mm. to rent the movie on top of the monthly service. Hold on, so Arthur. I'm already you're paying. Them you're paying money. to play. <laughs> so it's basically why am I giving them more money? Well, you know, <laughs> if I let you into the club <laughs> right. from the rope line, uh-huh. that doesn't preclude the fact that I need you to buy at least two drinks. I got to get bottle service, right? basically. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm in the club. I've already paid to get into the club. But now VIP, that's going to cost me more, basically. Right. That's the best analogy I've heard all week. Right. <laughs> now, the CEO, the new Disney CEO, Bob uh, Chapek. I hope I'm saying his name I think correctly. It's Chapek, but I, yeah. Chapek, I, yeah, okay. I, I think it's Chapek. The new CEO of Disney, Bob Chapek, says that this is not reflective of a new business model for the company. The quote in Variety is that we're looking at Mulan as a one-off as opposed to saying there's some new business windowing model that we're looking at. Mm. Um, And he stated this um, this past Tuesday. uh, That would be, what, August the 4th? Mm. um, On an earnings call. So he's talking to investors. Mm. He has some bad news for the investors, didn't he? I mean, Disney has lost a lot of money because of the pandemic. Yeah, right. Like right. Bill, right. So right away, you, you, you're you risking and almost acknowledging that you're going to take a loss on this film, mm. but mm. also that you are denying exhibitors, movie theaters, the opportunity to display to display, but present the film in theaters. Mm-hmm. And and Mulan was, you know, a big movie for Disney. Um, it's it's it's. Just from the previews, it's a very different approach from the other live action films that Disney has done. The live action remakes, and I'm speaking of Jungle Book, uh, most recently The Lion King, and Aladdin. Uh, uh, Aladdin. And Aladdin. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, it's it's gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure of the rating. It might even be PG. But aside from all of that. The film's not coming in theaters, so that is a lot of money that theaters are not, are, are not going to make. And, and aside from that, that doesn't matter one way or the other if, if, if patrons are actually going to come back to theaters. But just on the face of it, mm-hmm. there's no opportunity for, for, for uh, uh, theater chains to make any, make any money. Mm-hmm. Presume, now, this is domestic, but presumably internationally as well, right? Yeah, well, they, um, said, they said that... The movie, they're going to release Milan on Disney Plus everywhere where Disney Plus is available. And if mm-hmm. there's places where theaters are still open, they'll put it in the theater. But, you know, that's, you know, that's rare. You know what I'm saying? If, if Disney Plus is not available and a theater is open, they'll put yeah. it in the theater. But that's you're talking probably, I don't know, you're talking markets, some markets in, in Europe, maybe, um, mm-hmm. which haven't don't have, you know, don't have Disney Plus yet. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's that's I think that's what that was the gist of it was that yeah if it's if you have Disney Plus available in your area whether you have it or not you're not going to see this movie in a theater. Now another another quote um, from Chapek, which kind of gets into my whole thing about all right well these movies need to really look at releasing on streaming services because some money is better than no money. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote that down. It's so funny you said that when I was taking notes for this episode. I wrote that down. Uh-huh. I said, I remember I remember you saying that repeatedly. Yeah. Arthur said, some money better than no money. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Um, 
he added that it gives this will give Disney a chance to recapture, quote, some of our original investment, end quote, on Mulan. Mm. Um, they had a 200. The film's got a 200 million dollar budget. That's and that's just to actually get it made. That doesn't include. That's got nothing to do with marketing and promotion. That's events. right. Yeah. Global marketing promotion. Mm. So it's going to have to rely on a lot of sales in order to turn any sort of profit if they have a chance at it. Um, they're pricing this uh, at least ten dollars above uh, Universal releasing Trolls World Tour uh, to streaming. Warner Brothers released uh, uh, Scoob, the Scooby Doo uh, film, um, you know, directly, uh, Artemis Fowl was released to Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but none of those films have the power that Mulan has. Right. This was this, a successful was a, animated release in the late nineties. I believe 98 was the, uh, animated release. This was a potential $1 billion film. You know Correct. what I'm saying? This is, this was one of those films, tentpole films that get you in that $1 billion club. Correct. And none of these other movies were in that in that in that in that club. So yeah. Now you know I remember that you and I we were getting both on the show and also uh, on Twitter and even some of our listeners. You know we were kind of getting into the debate of why this would not make sense for films to do because mm-hmm. of the amount of money and what they would have to price. I think you made an excellent point to say that. Look, you know I saw uh, what was it like a a, um, um, a mixed martial arts, uh, you know. Tournament no, or something was, like that, it was, uh, where it was it like was a Pacquiao fight. It was the Pacquiao the Pac- fight. Okay, that was, right. That held, held the record for I think you know PVOD or VOD, and it was like uh-huh. priced at you know close to ninety dollars, I think, and it made yeah. four hundred mil. Right, um, and it's like who's going to spend a hundred dollars on Mulan? Right, which made absolute sense. Right, um, but what I do remember saying. Because even as a concession to say that, okay, well, if any one of these films has the greatest potential to make a run for a profit, it would be Milan because it's designed to be a family film. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Um, right. So the model is more conducive to, you know, consumer acceptance. Mm -hmm. So before, because I know we're going to look at this, I know Milan is going to be the first film that we actually look at this whole decision through the lens, you know, use as a lens to look at this decision through. But let me ask you this Disney plus or Disney, you know, cause this Disney, from what I've read over the last week, Disney is the, one of the major studios who has actually had the best relationship with, uh, theaters with nato the national association of mm-hmm. theater owners mm-hmm. um they had a great they have a great relationship i should say had i'm, I'm not I'm presuming that it's been completely obliterated by this announcement but what do you think put yourself in these theater owners you know shoes right now i mean it was looking bleak a few months ago you know it was looking bleak in march it was looking bleaker in april it was looking bleaker in may and then it kind of felt like, OK, well, maybe if things get better this summer, we can start seeing theaters reopening around July, maybe August at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we are in August and this announcement come and this announcement has come. What do you think? I mean, put yourself in there. What would you be feeling? Um, you, especially for these for, betrayed, especially for the, multi, <laughs> especially for the multiplexes uh-huh. who are depending upon. It's not like they got something else going on or they're showing, you know, art house films or something. Right. They're depending upon major releases, you know, to carry them through the through the entire year. The tentpole films. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, are you pack? Is it time to start saying, hey, you know, this is over? Is it, is this over? 
you know, is this the first sign of it being over? Um, I don't think that is the first sign. I don't think it's the first sign at being over. I certainly think that Christopher Nolan is the movie theater's best friend because he, and we'll get to that, but he's dug his heels in, and even as the chairman of Warner Brothers, to back him up to say that, yeah, Tenet uh, Tenet is not going to be released to streaming. It's going to be presented in theaters. Right. I think, isn't their plan right now to do it strategically, globally, so it'll be released, you know, maybe in China before it hits the U.S., so on and so forth? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's just a tough spot to be in. Uh, I mean, on both sides, because you've got these, you, you know, two things. One is you have these you have these films that are being held up, mm-hmm. and these films, particularly with Disney as a parent company getting into the MCU. You know what? Let's just let's just kind of get into this because I can't. Well, here's, <laughs> it's just starting here's, to bleed into right, to these but, other films. Right. Before we get into the film, though, one thing to understand, though, about films, and this is important, is that movie theaters or mo- not movie theaters, excuse me, movie studios like a Disney, um, especially like some of the smaller because Disney is such a behemoth. But some of the, the smaller studios, when they make a movie, they don't just, you know, write a 200 million dollar check. You know what I'm saying? They go mm-hmm. to banks, they have investors, people put mm-hmm. money in. And then as mm-hmm. those money, as those loans are given to the studios, interest starts accruing. And so right. then if you're held up for six months, that's six months of interest you're paying and the movie hasn't hit yet, you know, because now these investors, they want money back. And some of these investors, when you go to them with a 200 or $250 million film, mm-hmm. the return on investment is expected to be in that $1 billion mark. You know what I'm saying? Or get close to that. That's why, remember when uh, Justice League came out, it was such a, you know, everybody was so disappointed, even though it made, I think, about 800 mil. It was such a disappointment because it was the first Justice League film. It was the first time you got to see Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, Aquaman all together. So the expectations were one point plus, you know, Bill. 1.5, you know what I'm saying? It was Mm -hmm. supposed to be a record breaker. Mm -hmm. Two Bill, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Star Wars territory, you know. Uh, avatar territory so when that didn't happen you know it's not only a letdown on the fan side you got investors who put money into this thing thinking this is going to be the return so i think that's important as we go into this important to realize one of the motivating factors for studios not just disney but for studios um to arthur's point of you know what you said about um some money is better than no money they're paying on these loans they have to start paying this money back and while those movies are just sitting there not making any money, that's like you said, that is a tough spot to be in for a two hundred million dollar or two hundred fifty million dollar film to consider to be considered highly successful. It has to get close to that billion dollar mark, if not right. hit that billion dollar mark. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's and it, I'm, you know, there are I'm not trying to position to say that every two hundred fifty dollar fifty million dollar film has to make a bill. There's plenty that don't. There's plenty that don't. And they get sequels. You know, so there's some that hit that six to seven hundred million dollar range and they still get a mm-hmm. sequel. Um, mm-hmm. But when films are really considered a hit and everybody is happy and smiling is when that investment of 250 million is made on production. And then you got to put away, Arthur, you got to put another hundred, 200 mil for marketing, reshoots, all these other things. Mm-hmm. So by the time you're mm-hmm. done, you're on the four hundred million dollar mark for this movie range yeah. for this movie. So, yeah, yeah, you want, you know, to get everybody happy. Yes. Yeah, you're looking at close to a bill on the return. So I think that's which something is, important to remember. Which is which is why I think that that um, Chapek 
on an investor call said that this is not the sign of a new business model. Yeah, because they're, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Let's get like into he, it. it. Let's yeah, get into not, the line. Yeah. And I don't mean to, and I do not mean to say that he was disingenuous mm-hmm. in making that statement he was, so he was, much as he's a new CEO. Right. Yeah, he, he Bob Iger has stepped March. down. Yeah. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Bob Iger may or may not, probably so, consulted on this decision. He did. Because yeah. this whole thing started during the end of his tenure anyway. Right. I think he but still I, has some chairman. He still has some type of position. Yeah. 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 Um, but this is this is the new CEO's first investor call. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge decision on a tentpole film that was designed to gross a, at least a billion dollars. So I what else know, is he going to say? Right, basically, I, I don't know if he actually used the word, but this is an experiment. He was very plain and clear about this is an experiment. Basically, mm-hmm. we want to see what happens. And mm-hmm. this film is the one that we're, we're willing to roll the, the dice on. You know, um, they didn't they didn't you know, this this was the one to your point and we'll get into it in a second that had the best chance to see, to show them, okay, can this work or can't this work? Right. 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 Now let me, let me, let's speculate a little bit because what do you think, what do you think the tipping point was? What do you think made, made Disney as a company to decide one, let's put Milan on the table for streaming, which actually I think that was always in the back of somebody's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just kind of became a more of a growing conversation as other films needed to reschedule their dates. Mm-hmm. And and also as a parent company, they're still dealing with Black Widow. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not just Mulan that they're dealing with in terms of a tentpole film that's de- designed to make a billion dollars. They got two. Right. right? right. And to your point, you know, a whole pathway of announced um, big screen and small screen um, productions for the MCU, right? The whole phase four. So you asked me what it was the tipping point for Milan. Yeah, what do you think the Disney's, tipping point was? Disney's tipping. No. Are we getting into Milan right now? Or are we just about the overall tipping point for to make this decision? I, specifically to Milan, what do okay. you think was the tipping point? I think that for Milan, um, well, okay, wait a minute. The schedule. What was the schedule release date for Milan? Let's let's break these down. Schedule. Release schedule date for was for March twenty seventh. That was the original date, March twenty seventh. Right. Right. So. And now we know we're looking at September 4th on D+. Mm-hmm. So the tipping point to me for Milan was that prior to that March date, they had already had um, global marketing. They had already had global campaigns. They had a, had a Super Bowl spot. They mm-hmm. had a uh, world mm-hmm. premiere in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, there was billboards, you know, so it had already had its marketing push. That's been done. So people are aware of this film. That's one thing in its corner. The other thing is that the tip, the tipping point to answer your question to me came when they rescheduled this movie. What I think twice, maybe three times, at least twice and come around early July when it was becoming very apparent that theaters were not going to reopen in mass this summer. It wasn't going to mm-hmm. happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, you might get a market here, a market there, and then they might have to shut down a couple weeks later. Because people are acting stupid, not wearing masks. Boom, mm-hmm. uh, another surge or, you know, another wave, blah, blah, blah. So listen, when that when when it became apparent that theaters were not going to open in mass, I think that's when they hit the button and said, here's here's what we have in favor of Milan. It's already had its marketing push. 
movie's done, ready to go. It's 200 mil. It's not a, um, there's really nothing else dependent upon it. You see what I'm saying? It's not like if mm-hmm. this movie fails, then it's going to have a domino effect on like four or five other properties. Also, here's the big thing. Kids are still at home. This is a family movie. It's a mm-hmm. kid's movie. Like you said, it looks different. I'm, I was hyped about seeing this film, but it looks because it, it looks different than the other ones that they've done. The other live ap, uh, action adaptations they've done There's, I think they took right. a lot of the singing out. It looks more serious, um, yeah. a little bit more, quote unquote, gritty. Um, the the young lady playing the lead from the the, the reports that we've gotten, she's excellent. Um, it just I was I told you guys I think I texted you back in December when I first saw of last year when I first saw um, the trailer maybe it was even around November um, and I told you I was like I I'm gonna be there opening weekend I got to see this so it had that but really this movie is for kids. And mm-hmm. kids are still at home. They're still at home this summer. And come September 4th, they're going to still be home. Schools schools are canceled. You know, class, in, 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 you know, in class, school is canceled. So kids are still going to be home uh, throughout the, the fall. So parents are desperately seeking things for their kids to do. Um, so if you can pay, if you're a parent and you can pay $30, if you already have a D-plus subscription, if you have the resources to pay $30 for a film, you know it's going to be on your Disney Plus streaming service indefinitely Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. you cancel Disney Plus. If this happens to be a great movie, that's entertainment for your children. That's two hours that they can, you know, for lack of a better term, that you can get them out your face. You know what I'm saying? It's like they can go go do something else. And so I think all these things worked in favor of Mulan as opposed to some of the other films we'll talk about in a minute. But I think that was like the moment where it was like, okay, Theaters are not going to open this summer. We got to pay back this, these loans. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we need to make some money. In Arthur's words, we need to make some money. And we need to be honest about the fact that we don't know if this is going to work. We don't. Let's, right. really quickly, we don't even know how long this rental is. How long is the rental period? We don't just, know. So just, there's still a lot of information that we just, we just don't know. Right. Just to make this, to put this into kind of clear numbers, do just doing some quick math if they if they want to break even they have to make at least 300 mil probably closer to 350 or four but let's just say 300 mil to break even mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to break even at that price point you're looking at 10 million people subscribing or paying mm-hmm. for it not subscribing excuse me 10 million subscribers now disney has 60 million people already subscribing to disney plus so out of that 60 mil you need 10 million people or 10 million homes to be more specific to pay that $29.99 just for you to break even. Now, if you want to make real money and actually make this profitable, let's say you want to get up in that $800, $900 million range, which you would, that's the target you'd be looking at if you did a theatrical release. Now you're looking at between 25 to 30 million people, or excuse me, 25 to 30 million homes paying that $29.99. That's a lot, Arthur. And that's why I say it's a roll, it's a definite roll of the dice because 10 million people, eh, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. You know, especially because we're talking about a kids movie. People are still home, kids, they need something kids do. I can see that. 30 mm-hmm. million people. Now you're talking about people like me who don't have small children at home. You know, mm-hmm. who can wait, who can say, "You know what? Especially if the reviews aren't great, I can just wait, you know, 3 months, 4 months and then it's going to appear on the streaming service anyway after it goes to Blu-ray, after it does the regular VOD." And then I'll see it. So 
the, to get people in that, that's what I'm saying. Disney is really being, or JPEG is being honest about the fact they don't know if this is going to work. I will say, Arthur, if this joint does make uh, 800 mil, if it gets that type of response, if you're a theater owner, game over. Yeah. Game yeah. over. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's that's a complete, that's the definition of a game changer. Absolutely. So, so let me, okay, so let me ask you, and I'll try to make this the last point so that we can move on to the other films. Why, you said that you were looking forward to going to see this film. You were going to go day one. Right. What's the difference between that and day one, you paying $30 mm-hmm. to rent this film? Is it, is it just the price point in your home? Right. You don't have this, to park. This is, you don't this have is, to drive. Right. This is an excellent question because I think this gets to the core of, you know, when you talk about getting 30 million people, now you're dealing with people with different agendas and different preferences. I like movie theaters. I don't like crowded movie theaters. I've said that already. I don't like going right. to a lot, being around a lot of people, but I do like theaters. I like the big screen. I like the sound. I like all that. Right. So the cinematic feel of Mulan on those trailers, I, you know, when I saw it, I was like, I can't wait to see this in the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, and now, mm-hmm. and this is back in November, 2019. So there was no thought in my mind of, Oh, if I have to choose between a theater and my, you know, my couch, which I'm going to choose there was no thought in my mind because we didn't know anything about COVID at that point. Correct. But I'll give you a quick example. I saw uh, the trailer for, um, for, for V Ferrari. I saw the trailer for that in the theater when I was seeing another film, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Blown away. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that was one of the best trailers I've seen. I got to go see that movie. A day later, I watched the trailer again on my iPhone was completely uh what's the word um not let down but it just didn't it didn't hit me the same way i was just like wow that it it almost seemed like two different trailers and the reason was because you know on the big screen them cars coming around that um on that track or that 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 uh i forgot the name of the um the race uh that they have that they had of the the mans the mans i think it was anyway Mm-hmm. seeing that happen on the big screen is a completely different experience than it was, you know, on my phone. It was filmed, you know, they filmed that for theaters, you know. So it's a different experience. So when I, I, I say that because when I went to see the, or I saw the Milan trailer on TV for the first time, um, I was like, I can't wait to see that in a theater setting. That's right. why I was like, I got to see, you know, that's that's first weekend for me. Now it's like, uh... $30, you know, even though if you live, you know, if you're in Chicago and if you, especially if you drive and go pay for parking, you know, and right. then go to theater, you probably gonna pay more than $40 to go see a movie. Right. But you still like, man, do I want to pay $30 to see something that I may get for free in a few months? You know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, you know, it's, again, it comes down to personality because yeah, the movie we're about to talk about in a minute, that's one I probably will definitely pay $30 for. Right. Um, and you may have, you, you know, you have a small child in your house. So you may, your, your situation may be completely different. $30 may not seem a lot to pay. Right. Also, this we is have to, exactly. But also we have to deal with the fact, or this is another thing I'm sure this in Bob Chapek's mind is the fact that mm-hmm. millions of people have lost their jobs. And now mm-hmm. we're going into a fall season where we know that, especially like industries like the airline industry, about to get hit, hit hard because that the the, uh, the the stimulus money is going to be pulled, going to run out mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. All these things are going to start happening this fall. So a lot of people who have been propped up are getting help. A lot of industries are getting help. They're about to fall. A lot of people who are who are getting their benefits cut. You know, um, just this right. past week, 
that six hundred dollars a week gone. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so all these, you know, we're talking about millions of people who are struggling, and so I'm sure that was in his mind also because it's like, how many of them of these sixty million subscribers I have, how many of them are going to look at that thirty dollars and be like, nah, you know, and tell the kids mm-hmm. y'all going to have to wait, you know. Um, so yeah, that's, but that would happen in theater scenario too. I mean, that that's something that you're not going to be able to win on either side. But here's the thing, though. What's been the one thing we've all wanted to do over the last five or five months or so? Get, the Get out of the house. house. <laughs> right. So if you right. if if you if it becomes down, it comes down to this. Yeah, it's probably cheaper to go ahead and pay that thirty dollars at home because then you can just play it for you know the three or four kids, two or three kids, how many of you got? But you're not doing anything. You're not leaving the house. You know there is that feeling of going out, having something to do on a Saturday. And be like, okay, we we left the house, we had an outing, we did something, you know, boom, check that off the list. Kids are tired, put them to bed, you know. So I mean, there's all these factors at play, and I, I get it because, mm-hmm. and that's and that's again, that's why I say that it comes down to the personality of the subscriber. But this is a big gamble for Disney, and I think that's what they're looking at. This it's like this is going to be an experiment. Okay, so how, how do you top- feel about everything I just said? Though? How do you feel about all that? I mean, I agree. Like there, you did, predict, I, you did va- say Mulan back in the day. You said Mulan is the one to be the one that's right. in the best position. You right. said that. And even then, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like there's no counter. There's no real counter to your argument to say that I'm right and it's because this way. It's this way. Mm-hmm. Right. And not to speak for you, but I believe there's no counter to my argument to say that you're right. It's got to go this way mm-hmm. because the idea of returning to theaters when we're having these, when they're having these conversations and it's not just us, other people, other shows, mm-hmm. other Twitter conversations, we speak about it in the vacuum of when theaters are open, like when COVID is over mm-hmm. Right, it big, ain't never going to be over. You know quotes. what I mean? Polio isn't over. <laughs> right. right? When, it's, when it's disappeared from the public consciousness. I think that's what you're right. 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 You know, so the, you know, quote unquote, when COVID is over, theaters can open. Mm-hmm. Does that inherently mean that we're all going to jump in our cars, even though we all want to get out of the house mm-hmm. and go to go to movie theaters? I think we I say No. I, you know what? I say no, but then I'm like, I just looked at an image right before we start recording. Montrose Beach, um, Northside, Chicago. There's a beach full of people, you know what I'm saying? And people were taking pictures like, where's the social distancing? You know, people were mm-hmm. just all up on each other. Yeah. Um, you can't underestimate the stupidity of people, Arthur. You can't underestimate it. And it's like, I'm with you. When the theater is open, you know, whenever that day okay. is. Okay. I do I, I feel mean, like, I, right. I feel like I'll, I'll go back, but it'll be like, you know, I'll take the day off on a Tuesday or something and go like at one o'clock in the afternoon when I know nobody's going to be there. But there are going to be people who, you know, are going to be comfortable going to, you know, semi-crowded theaters um, as soon as they feel like it's safe to do so. That's um, fair. That's fair and reasonable. Yeah. But I will say, I mean, even with Disney Plus, I mean, they have they have availability uh, in the U.S., United Kingdom, uh, Australia, mm-hmm. uh, Germany. Um, um, shoot, I had the list open. Um, they're 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 pretty much the entire Western the Western world right now, right? 
Right. Yeah. U.S., Canada, Netherlands, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Puerto Rico, U.S. territory, Aust- Austria, Germany, Ireland, mm-hmm. Italy, France, Spain, Switzerland, India, India. Mm-hmm. If if everything goes right, they could make a viable run for profitability by releasing this, mm-hmm. you know, on Disney Plus. If, um, listen, like I said, I'll, I'll stand by this. If this movie, because we listen, bottom line, we don't know what the hell is going to happen with this film. This could come out September right. 4th and, you know, maybe it gets it, it could get five million people or 10 million people over the course of months, which is not good for Disney. They want to see, right. you know, within a few weeks, they want to see. I would imagine within a week they want to see 10 million. We don't know what's going to happen or it could blow up and you know 25 million 30 million people you know buy that pay that 30 dollars if that happens i will stand by this arthur everything changes everything changes if this movie makes close to a billion dollars as a pvod then everything changes and i'm not Mm -hmm. happy about that i don't say that happily because i've you know i i'm one of these people who want to have the choice of going to a movie theater um so yeah but if a film i mean you got to think about it from disney's point of view we can release it to streaming. We don't have to share that money with anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, why, what would be the point? You know? Um, so yeah. All right. So moving on, what's the, what's the next movie? Okay. Um, Black Widow. Mm. So Black Widow, we made reference to it a few times, got in, tried to get into it a little bit and then pulled back. MCU film. It's the kickoff for the, for phase four scheduled release. Scheduled release date is May 1st. The original release date was May 1st. Wow. Um, revised release date is November 6th. Oh, now, okay. November 6th. Okay. I don't know why I think I was, I was thinking it was September. November 6th. Okay. Now, the question is, is this to theaters or is this to streaming? Because I believe there was a, there was a fake tweet this past week. That yeah, it said that, that, that yeah, yeah, it was going to go. It was going to go to 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 Disney Plus, but mm-hmm. Chapek didn't say anything about Black Widow. So yeah, I mean, in fact, in fact he yeah, would have. He was if that was going to be the situation. Yeah. He was emphatic about the fact that this is a Mulan only thing. That he was emphatic right. about that, and then he said under his breath, "Unless we make a whole lot of damn money." He didn't say that, but well, that was, that but that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't <laughs> believe that he was disingenuous. But what if it does work? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but Black Widow is not in, okay. So here, here's my here's my prediction. Or do you want to give your prediction first? Because I got one. No, you go ahead. Here's my prediction with Black I Widow. Hear I think that if theaters are not open in mass by October, they're definitely going to release Black Widow on Disney Plus. And the reason why, mm-hmm. and they're going to take mm-hmm. a hit. Let's. And mm-hmm. I'm saying even if even if Mulan fails. Even if Mulan does not make, even if uh-huh. Mulan only makes, you know, 200 million, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. on, as, mm-hmm. as a PVOD, I feel like they're still going to release Black Widow on D plus if theaters aren't open by October for one reason. And I mentioned this a, a, an episode or two ago. Yep. The reason being because Black Widow may be holding up the train, the, 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 uh, the train for everybody else. Black yeah. Widow may be that train. You go to, you know, you jump on the L and that, you know, there's a train stop, you know, uh, two miles away. So now your train is still sitting at the at the uh, at the stop. Mm -hmm. So Black Widow may be that joint that stopped, you know, two stops ahead and it's holding up everything else. 
because of the MCU's um, continuity and their storytelling, it may be holding up films that are supposed to drop in first quarter of 2021. And it may be holding up Disney plus series. I don't know if Falcon and winter soldier and WandaVision, I don't know if they've wrapped. I don't know if they got a chance to wrap before Mm -hmm. um, the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. I think, I think emphasis on think uh, winter soldier may have wrapped or come close to wrapping. Maybe they're in post. I don't know, but it's, there is the potential. We don't know yet because we haven't seen Black Widow, but there is the potential that even though Black Widow is a prequel, there's a post credit sequence. There's something in that film mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. going to tie into this next phase of MCU storytelling. And so if that happens, then at some point, uh, Marvel MCU slash uh, Disney Marvel Studios slash Disney they have to make the decision like we're going to have to lose money on this film in order to keep this other thing keep to keep these things but we got to get these other trains moving you know what I'm saying we can't keep everybody stuck at their station um, because that's just going to throw things off for the next three, two to three or four years um, so I, I think that that may happen I think that they may look at that and say okay and we especially because listen they've already set up their whole universe you know like we talked about a couple episodes ago They've set up their whole, you know, Disney Plus streaming universe with Black, you know, Falcon and, and, and the Winter Soldier with WandaVision, mm-hmm. um, Moon Knight. Uh, Eternals. You know, Eter- no, not, or, not, or Eternals is the film that's supposed to be dropping this uh, this winter. Um, so we'll see when they move that day, if they move that day. But yeah, so bottom line, all of these mm. things are dependent upon could be have something linked in them with Black Widow. So that is my prediction. I feel like... I, the October October is going to be crucial. Theaters yeah. start open up in October, especially if Mulan doesn't make eight hundred million or nine hundred million. Then I think you may still see Black Widow in theaters. What, what do you think? So this goes back to Mulan just a smidge. Really goes back to Chapek's statements on the investment car uh, on the investment call. Mm-hmm. Disney historically has had a track record of releasing. VHS videotapes in the in in the in the late 80s and going into the 90s DVDs and ultimately even Blu-rays on sort of like a limited basis mm-hmm. like vault releases right, where right. you had a limited time to buy Cinderella for example right or Beauty and the Beast yeah right um, Disney I think has the greatest flexibility in how they can present their narratives on what they're going to charge, what they're going to release, how they're going to release. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting to Black Widow. I am getting to Black Widow. But to make the point about Mulan, we only know the price point and the date of release. Mm-hmm. What we don't know is we don't know the term of the rental, well, nor do uh, we know. We do know that. We do know that. I think we What's know that. the term? I think, what, I think what they're saying is that as long as you have Disney Plus, it'll always be on your service. If you pay that $30, that, I think that's what they're saying. The way you're saying it, that's not a rental. That's an ownership. That's an ownership as long as you have Disney Plus. You cancel Disney Plus and you don't have it. So you don't own it. It's just okay. available on your Disney Plus streamer. Yeah. Because another option could be, not option, but uh, another play mm-hmm. could be that at some point, maybe at release or going into going into the holiday cor- corridor where Mulan is you know, free for 
X number of days or weeks to new subscribers to generate more money that's not necessarily related to what Mulan has made so much as it can add to recouping on the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So for Black Widow, I do agree with you about the theaters, but it could very well be that they do a both-and scenario where if theaters have a late opening of like October, like by October, you're saying. Right. Instead of moving the release date, Mm -hmm. that they keep the November 6th, but also release the streaming on the same day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, see, now that NATO, you know, that National Association of Theater, now they even pit, they more pissed. You know, now because they like, we don't have, because, you know, they used to have like a three month window or something like that agreement with the, none of this, I don't think was, is legal. It's not written on a contract or anything, but I think their, their agreement quote unquote with the studios was you know hey we have it in theaters for three months or four months or whatever it was Mm -hmm. before you know you do any type of vod um Mm -hmm. so you're saying they may now let me ask you this is any of your prediction dependent upon how milan does not really okay and the reason why is because if you release black widow Mm -hmm. and mulan on the same day memorial day weekend who's gonna make the money Oh, Black Widow, yeah, absolutely. That's why. That's why. Mm-hmm. If Mulan is successful, it makes them it makes it easier for Disney oh, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think they haven't announced Black Widow already? Why do you think that they're still and this is I'm asking this question cuz I already kind of have an answer, my own answer in my head. But why do you think that they are still trying to get Black Widow in a theater? Cuz if you if you think about it, if you well, really want to get people cuz you know, again, Black Widow is the bigger earner. So why, you know, why not announce, hey, Black Widow is going to be available on streaming in September? So but if Disney lands on the wrong side of this gamble. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's then that's part of my they completely piss off the the exhibitors, the movie theaters. And then it becomes more, let's say, difficult, the most extreme case, which I don't think would happen. But the most extreme case being, well, you know what, Disney, we're not going to present your films anymore yeah, because you broke yeah, the agreement because what studio was that what studio was that that was where, where amc yeah yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. came back and they came back and made made up though but i think you're uh, i agree with you because i think that bottom line black widow is the big earner you know black widow mm-hmm. has the ability it's what they you know it's a i've heard this term over the last week four quadrant you know it's a four quadrant mm-hmm. film meaning you know i'm gonna go see it you can take your, your, your wife or your girlfriend to go see if she's going to be interested. She may go by herself. She may go with her girls, you know, mm-hmm. um, the kids, you know, you can bring the teenagers to go see it. Even the, the, mm-hmm. the, the preteens, you know, um, the older generation may be interested. It's everybody is interested in this film. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those films that can appeal to everybody. Um, and so I think that 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 makes it the this needs to hit a bill. You know, we're not going to be happy with two or three hundred million dollars to assume that's a disaster. Mm-hmm. So I think that's mm-hmm. why they're holding out hope mm-hmm. for Black Widow. And I wonder, even if Milan is successful, even if Milan does make 800 mil, is that going to be the green light for Black Widow? I, I feel that way. Like I said a minute ago, I think that's a wrap for theaters. But man, it's like, you know, you this it's, it's like imagine if this if if uh, the pandemic hit at the end of 2018 and so in 2019 right before Endgame is about to drop mm-hmm. all the theaters close mm-hmm. how long is would, would Disney wait before putting Endgame on Disney Plus you know what I'm saying it's like that's because that's a we that's a two bill movie I don't know how much it made but when you I know the projections were close you know it's like yo that's that's a record breaker 
You know, right. I think that was, I think it was, I think it did break all the records. So it's like, right. we're going to really roll the dice on that and put that on a streamer. I don't think so. So mm-hmm. yeah, this, mm-hmm. this whole thing is, is, is crazy, but okay. So what's, what's the next film? <laughs> I mean, bottom, you know, bottom, bottom line. Yeah. And this is, this is the one, cause this is the one that epitomizes basically it's the, it's the, the wildest. <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck is going on. When you got Mm-mm. the CEO of multi-billion dollar corporations being like, we just going to try some shit. That's what he basically said. That's what JPEG basically, we just going to try something. We got to yeah. do something. So we're yeah. going to try this. It might fuck up. We've yeah. already lost three bill because of the, the theme parks are closed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We got to try something. So y'all just roll with Isn't me. It? We're going to try this and, you know, whatever I, happens, happens. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if and when Mulan would come out on Blu-ray. It would be a short window. If it's but on, I'm saying though, would it? In other words, I think so. I think so. I think is it because media, it's this thing where it, you know, let's just try to make as much mo- any money yeah. that we can make. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would, all right. Be a short window, but it would come out, and it'd be probably you know limited production. But I'm sure it would come out on Blu-ray and VOD probably at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. Tenet, Tenet represents, yeah, like you said, the wildness, the wildness of the wildness. Here you have a director yeah. with the power that Christopher Nolan has, basically like fuck COVID. I don't care. My movie <laughs> right. is coming out in theaters. Right. Um, if we need to delay this shit to 2025, it's coming out in theaters. So in the U.S. at least. When was the original release date for Tenet? Oh, my gosh, brother. Tenet was was scheduled was <laughs> scheduled for July 17th. Okay. July 17th. All right. So what's, what is, has, does it have an official release date in the States or no? Officially is quote unquote imminent. Eminent. That's the, that's, that's the release that's date. date. Alright, I'll have to look and see what month Eminent is. I think Eminent is like between, I think it's like, isn't that Eminent like uh, September 32nd or something like that? The 33rd, I think, yeah. Yeah, so and imminent. I mean, and okay. that I got that I got that from uh, a July 20, 2020 article from Variety mm-hmm. um, quoting um, uh, was it attributed to Nolan? Uh, reading from the article, Tenet was originally scheduled to debut on July 17th, but was pushed back to July 31 mm-hmm. and then August 12th. It's unclear when it will now welcome audiences, but the studio, Warner Brothers, expects to announce a new release date, quote unquote, imminently. Okay. Well, I did see uh, an interview with, um, I forgot the guy's name, one of the new top cats at uh, Warner Brothers. And he did say, in light of this Disney Plus news, that does not mean we're going to streaming with Tenet. He's basically he he basically said we're going to wait and see what happens. You know he mm-hmm. basically is say he, he he again here's another you know CEO whatever or uh, top exec at one of these multi billion dollar billion dollar corporations and he's basically saying we don't know what to do. We're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, what is your prediction on Tenet? What's going to happen? You I went first last time. You go first. What's going to happen with Tenet? Because I know you've been watching Tenet because you tweet about it. Whenever something jumps off, you tweet about Tenet. So what, what's yeah. going to happen with, with John David Washington's film? I think that Tenet is going to get released in other countries to theaters, released in theaters to other countries. Mm-hmm. Starting to allow yeah, starting this month, Robert. Starting probably later this month or early. Start yeah, right as soon, yeah. basically as soon as possible, mm-hmm. right? That will allow Christopher Nolan to say tenant was released in theaters <laughs> right so he can, he can meanwhile right <laughs> i didn't lie 
I, you know, I got what I wanted. It was Meanwhile, released in theaters in Mongolia. And HBO Max <laughs> right, is dropping it. Adds Tenet to Christmas release, November release. Wow. Holiday release. You know, you know that the cats at HBO Max are like probably on their hands and knees begging Christopher Nolan to let us. Because HBO Max, you know, debuted, I think, maybe two months ago. Um, in contrast to Disney Plus, Disney Plus, you know, their debut was highly successful. Um, they, they now have more subscribers than they anticipated. Um, HBO Max has struggled some out the gate. And just like, mm-hmm. you know, many of them have struggled out the gate. We talked about mm-hmm. that a couple episodes ago. So for HBO Max to be able to say, um, you know, their biggest announcement to date was to say that, hey, we're, we got Zack Snyder's, the, the Snyder cut of Justice League is coming. I think they said 2021. Um, so that was their biggest announcement yeah. to get to date. To I mean, they're going through a restructuring and possible layoffs. They, right. they, they, they need something. They need right. to win. So this, I mean, you know, they have got to be begging Chris Nolan. They need to win bigger than Justice League. I mean, Justice League gets your headlines, but that doesn't. Right. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean people because I, you know, listen, I I, I think I have HBO Max already because of, you know, my other uh, subscriptions, HBO, Uh you know, I already Mm -hmm. got it. But if I didn't have an antenna, it was going to be I would subscribe. I may drop it, you know, afterwards, but I would definitely subscribe to see Tenet. Yeah. Um, So this. So, okay, so your prediction is. We're going to see Tenet released probably in China, um, mm-hmm. maybe a couple other markets, probably mm-hmm. not the UK. I wouldn't I wouldn't think the UK, probably probably some markets where, the, like you said, the spoiler um, potential is not as great. You know, there's a there's a bigger wall, um, so to speak, between U.S. and other Western countries, between those Western countries and China than there is, say, between U.K. and U.S. You know, if it jumps off in U.K., you're not keeping them spoilers out of, you know, uh, Twitter timelines. That's not going to happen. Right. right. So, um, so yes. And then, okay. So then they announced it's coming to the U S um, and on HBO max this winter. Now, let me ask you, is your prediction based upon the fact that theaters are still closed come the winter? Do you feel like if theaters start opening back up in October in mass in the U S then Christopher Nolan's going to get what he wants. And we're going to see that tenant drop in December, uh, in the U S in theaters. Do you think that's, that's a possibility? I mean, I think it's a possibility, but, and going into the fourth and last film, no time to die, which is the smartest of the films to say, you know what? <laughs> right. We're going to release all the way at the end of the year just to give us enough time to see how this thing shakes out. So I'm saying that I don't, you know, Tenant doesn't want to go up against No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. So okay, I, I I do I agree with you, Arthur? Do I agree with you? Um, I would like to agree with you. I like I like it when we're simpatico, but I do feel that if necessary, I think that Christopher Nolan is going to use up every bit of power he has. Which he, I mean, listen, he's got a lot of power. You know, absolutely, a lot absolutely. Of power. And he's used a lot of it. He's used a lot of his uh, his equity already this year um, to, to to force Warner Brothers to do what they've done so far. But they want to keep him happy, man. I could see them saying Tenet is pushed to summer of 2021. I could see mm-hmm. that happening. Fast and Furious. Look, look, Fast and Furious moved a year. You know, yeah, but was, is Fast was, and Furious going to release no, 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 in Asia? Yeah, I mean, n- you know, not, in two months same. and then yeah. release in the U.S. in 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 ten months. Well, they could, but they're not that same. It's, it's as successful as the Fast and Furious films are, and they are highly successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the cultural type 
moment that a Christopher Nolan film is. So I could see, um, but to their credit though, my point was that to their credit, they bumped their film by a year early. Um, I could see Christopher Nolan be like, you know what? Fuck it. Summer of 2021. You know, Mm. I could see him doing that. He is dead set on not having his film released. Mm. Um, And I think it's an artistic thing. Part of me, you know, I think we even mentioned this before. I think part of this is a, you know, um, uh, gets dips into the white privilege of, hey, I don't give a damn about no pandemic. You know, I want this, you know, and it's like, who cares what else, what else is going on, how people are suffering, how people have lost their jobs. No, I want my theater. It was like, it's almost like, you know, a a kid banging his fist on the table. You know, I want Mm -hmm. this. And I think for those of us who have looked at this, you know, from that that lens of white privilege, we just shake shaking our head and be like, here goes another white man demanding, you know, what he wants and to hell with everything else that's going on in the world. But on the flip side, Arthur, I have to be honest, artistically, I kind of admire that. You know, so I kind of admire the stance that I shot this film for theaters. You know, I am a I am a theatrical director. You know, I, I, that's the, that's a throwback kind of a feel or vibe that I kind of, you know, I kind of, even if I don't admire it, I kind of, I, I empathize with it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. I, I get it. You know, I get mm-hmm. it. Um, so I would be remiss if I didn't admit that, that I, I get that, that feeling. So bottom line, I, I want to agree with you, but I could also see, I, I just don't see him releasing that thing on um, streaming in 2020. Now, if this, if this pandemic is still raging, like it is now, if it's still raging, in you know january 2021 or or spring 2021 different yeah. story different story especially if milan is successful or black widow is successful on a streamer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then it's a different story but all right let's get into the last one um no time to die so you mentioned let me let, i'll go before i say that what is this what was the original schedule release date for no time to die april 20 april 20 actually you know what that was not the original schedule. The oh, it was March, Remember, wasn't it? This thing has had like this, this pre-pandemic. That's right. This thing was supposed to come out in, because remember it had a different director. Danny Boyle was going to direct it. He got, so this thing has had maybe four different release dates going back. That's I believe the right. first, I believe this film was supposed to be released sometime in 2018. You know, that was, I think it was, that was the original release date. So this is, it's had pre-pandemic issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, let's just let's just use that April because that was the one that was like going to happen. That was the one that was not in doubt. Um, was April what? What'd you say? April? I said the twentieth. But I remember there was like a shift. Like um, in the U.S., it was going to be like April the tenth, but in the U.K., it was going to be some other date, or maybe yeah. I'm flipping the and two. Before, remember and that? Before, and before that, it was a Valentine's Day release. It was going to be February fourteenth. 2020 so it's it's had a lot of release dates um and then but the one that was set in stone pre-pandemic in other words the one that was not going to change unless some wild never going to happen shit like a pandemic happens Mm. you know that was april april 20th so april 20th so now what's what's the release date now now we've got um november 20 november to theaters to theaters okay right um let me now, we get into who's the, the studio? Into, who's who's the studio uh, for this? Well, Eon is a studio. I don't know. Who, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Who's the dist- distributor? Um, you asked me too quickly. I want to say I did. I'm so I sorry. Say Universal. I think it's Universal. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's universal. So let me, let me, I got a rumor though, really quickly before we get into um, predictions, there's a rumor. Remember earlier when we talked about how, you know, studios borrow money to get these films made. Um, there's a rumor. I, I didn't get a chance to, and I, I say only rumor cause I, th- I think I saw it on the John Campia show, uh, YouTube show, YouTube channel. Um, and I think I can't remember if it was confirmed or if they said it like, you know, it was a rumor. I can't remember, but because I didn't have the chance to independently confirm it, I'm just going to call it a rumor, but rumor that the production budget, um, that, that, that budget has been paid off by Ian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning they mm-hmm. paid back their, their debts. So they're not in debt on that film, meaning there's no interest occurring on that film or those loans, meaning that Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson and everybody at Eon has the luxury of sitting on that film, you know, and not being pressured um, by anyone to release it in order to start. Well, I shouldn't say anyone because everybody, anybody involved, of course, wants to start seeing the money come in, but they don't have the, um, the extra onus of, you know, saying, Hey, we have to pay back these loans or we have interest. The rumor is that they've already paid for that film. The budget has been paid off. If that rumor is true, that does that. That's something I think should factor into our prediction. So mm-hmm. let me, you know, I'll go first. My prediction for no time to die. I don't think we're going to see this movie in 2020. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I do feel okay. that. Okay. Theaters okay. are going to remain. My gut is saying that theaters are not going to open in mass. Um, I mean, the, the UK is doing much better with the virus than the U.S. Obviously, the U.S. Mm-hmm. is doing worse than any country in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. But even in the U.K., um, I think they're still hesitant to open theaters in mass. And so if theaters don't open in mass in the U.K., and plus, again, we're dealing with spoilers. This movie mm-hmm. is going to be spoiler heavy. Um, so I feel that if it drops in the U.K., there's no way those spoilers aren't, you know, flooding the United States. Um, this is Daniel Craig's last film. Um, it, the trailers looked excellent. There's a lot of anticipation for this movie. Um, right. Corey Fukunaga directing. Um, it just looks like this may be the Bond film that we've been waiting for since Casino Royale. You know, so mm-hmm. if, if you know, all, with all those things in consideration, this movie drops in the UK. I don't think that... Um, I don't think they would drop it in the UK without dropping it in the U S. So I think they're going to hold this film back. If theaters aren't open in mass by, by Thanksgiving or or, uh, November and probably will get this film at the earliest would be spring 2021. And if that doesn't work out, summer 2021 summer 2021 is going to be the most crowded if if theaters are open summer 2021 is so going to be the summer where you're at the theater every three to four days seeing a blockbuster film um but i bottom line i don't see this film dropping on streaming or in the theaters in 2020 hmm unless so i wonder and suddenly this virus just starts to dissipate well i mean i wonder is Universal is owned by NBC Universal, mm-hmm. and NBC Universal has recently launched their own premium streaming service called Peacock. Right, never going to. So gonna you've happen. got NBC Universal. <laughs> yeah, they're never well, going to drop this film on Peacock. Yeah, but what I am saying is, how much pushback would Eon Studios? How much pushback? Would Warner give 
Christopher Nolan to hold, hold for them wanting to hold on to these films when studios are losing money. Parent mm. companies of these studios are losing money. Mm. And they've got streaming platforms to compete with Disney on. Mm. Just, you know, languishing. Mm. I, you know, again, I think that you're, I think that part of the argument goes back to the success of Disney Plus. Yes, yes, Warner Brothers has a streaming platform. NBC Universal has a streaming platform. We haven't even mentioned Netflix yet. Um, you know, there are streaming platforms. Disney Plus has far exceeded anybody's expectations what they were going to do with that, that, you know, when they launched last year. So I feel like over the last year, they've just, it's, it's serendipity for them. You know, it's very, it's been very much a situation where this, you know, pandemic hits. And now they just, you know, for what, five months previous to the pandemic, they had created this platform where they could kind of start migrating, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? their mm-hmm. their storytelling over to it's just sitting there waiting. And yeah. the way it's set up, you know, you go on your Disney Plus service. What do you see? You got Star Wars, uh, MC, you know, Marvel behind um, the scenes of this you know, the disney the pixar you know what i'm saying and then you, it's like and then you got specials like beyonce's black is king classic films everything hamilton to where it's like hamilton that's we haven't even brought up hamilton hamilton was a film that was supposed to it was supposed to hit the theaters right and went to streaming right and again that pissed off nato that pissed off the theater owners mm-hmm. but it ended up being successful for disney plus because of you know the way that they have this thing set up, it was just serendipity for them to have this set up the way they do right before and, and have jump off with the Mandalorian to get all that interest last year. And now here we are. And it's like, Hey, this kind of family friendly stuff um, may work out on Disney plus black widow. I don't know, but Mulan. Yeah. Now is tenant and no time to die going to work out on a streamer. Tenant maybe on HBO Max. Like I said I, a minute ago, I said I could see that maybe being they they could beg him. It's not going to happen. I don't think Christopher Nolan's going to agree with that this mm-hmm. year, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for HBO Max, that would be a huge win. For No Time to Die, I just do not see that going to any streaming service. Not in 2020. Mm-hmm. The, the pandemic would have to be raging, you know, all the way up mm-hmm. until the spring of next year before Eon would consider that. Um, the Bond franchise, like we talked about a few episodes ago, the Bond franchise is just heavily dependent upon the theatrical release, um, even more so than other films. It's not a four quadrant film. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a cultural iconic, you know, part of, you know, whatever. But there's a large group of people who are not interested in seeing a, a Bond film. And really, the only reason they go is because it's something to do on a Friday or Saturday night and everybody else is going. It's like when when uh, Skyfall came out and Skyfall was a huge success for Eon. Um, it wasn't as if all those tickets were sold to people who are heavily into James Bond. No, many people were like, you know, it's the hot film out right now. Everybody's talking about it. It's James Bond. Yeah. Everybody knows James Bond. He's part of culture. Yeah. Let's go check this film out. I like Daniel Craig. Let's go check this film out. Is that going to be the same on a streaming service? You know, are you going to be dropping thirty dollars to sit at home and watch this? You know, if you're not really into this film, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I mean, these, these, these film studios are owned by large corporations 
who have a lot of irons in the fire mm-hmm. and revenues are dipping and increasing in completely opposite ways. There's no more consistency. Right. So how long yeah, the am rule book, I, the old rule book is out. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, okay, Chris, that's cool. You want to hold on to your movie? Well, how about this? What happens when we don't have the money to finance your next project? <laughs> right. Nobody's going to give us a loan because you're involved and they don't know when the hell your movie is going to come out. Right. right. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's I what I'm do, saying. I, and it's know, so I, easy for us to have these conversations. I'm saying this for myself. It's easy mm-hmm. for us to have these conversations in these, you know, in these silos. Mm-hmm. But it's like mm-hmm. when you step out of it, the damn maybe. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'll, I'll, and I know we're about to wrap up, so I ain't like yeah. this. Anything can happen. Anything <laughs> can happen. With you. I, you know, yeah. You, two months ago, remember two months ago, I was like, oh hell no, they never going to do that because <laughs> yeah. the math don't work. They're never going to make the money back. Yeah. Now it's like they don't. When you got CEOs who are basically saying we don't know what the fuck to do, anything can happen. I, do I mean, feel like Disney has movies, dropped these, the biggest shoe ever with this. Yeah, I, I do say, though, between these last two films, Tenet has a better chance to me of succeeding on PVOD mm. than No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I do feel that. And if, mm-hmm. especially if Eon has those, if it's true that Eon has the budget paid off and they can just sit on this film, you're not going to see that joint on a streamer, not in 2020. Maybe mm-hmm. at the end of 2021. If, I know, mean, to me, that's the strong to me. That's the strongest argument. Mm-hmm. If it's true, yeah. So I, I, yeah. I think, you know, listen. To wrap this up, I do think that Disney Plus or Disney has made the right move. I think the Mulan, to your point, you predicted it early. This is one thing I think you were definitely right on. Mulan is the right film to 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 make this experiment, quote unquote, to mm-hmm. take this experiment. Mulan is the right film. I think it's the best one to to see. Okay, can this work? It is going to be extraordinarily interesting. We definitely have to do an episode. Um, about it when it happens. Yeah. It'll be extraordinarily interesting to see how Milan does that first week. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating, man. Are you going, let me ask you, you're getting it. Are you getting it immediately? Are you paying that $30 immediately? Oh, sure. Are you waiting? Okay. You're oh, doing sure. It immediately. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to even read a review? No. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. As much as no. I want to see this film, man, I can't, now and I guess that's the luxury of being at home. It's like I feel like but, if I'm at home, I got right. I, it's like I'm in control now. You know what I'm saying? But, I like mean, I, you said it. You <laughs> said it earlier. I mean, you know, it's I forgot the word that you used, but it's like you know, based on your situation, based on your context, you know, mm-hmm. like I mean, I got a 12 year old who's interested right. in seeing Mulan. I'm interested in seeing Mulan. My wife is interested in seeing Mulan. You right. know what I mean? Right. So that's three people that were it. Let's go to AMC. That's a sixty dollar. Afternoon, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. I get you. I feel you. And that that, it, that does play a role in it, and that's why I said it's going to be interesting to see those how those numbers play off because Disney needs people like me to pay mm-hmm. thirty dollars. You know, right. they, not just people like you. They need me to pay thirty dollars if right. they're going to hit that hundred not eight hundred nine hundred million or even a billion mark. They need people like me, so it's going to be interesting. But we can, we can leave it there. I, I I can't wait to come back to this in a, in a, um, about a month or so and see what happens. All right, it's a full lid, bad, unreal episode twenty two. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think on Twitter. hashtag Mad Unreal. My are handle you is thirty dollars immediately, or are you <laughs> going to wait and get this joint for free three or four or maybe five months later on your Disney Plus? 
what are y'all doing? Hit us up and let you let us know what your what your decision would be. And then, you know, now outside of Milan, let's let's say it is Black Widow, Tenant or No Time to Die. Let us know which one of these films um, you'd be willing to drop that thirty dollars on and get it at home. This is Arthur. My handle is Arthur, A-R-R-T-H-U-R-R on Twitter. That is Isaac Perry. Twitter handle I-S-A-A-C-P-E-R-R-Y. Full live. We'll see you next show. Peace. Keep it on real.